I'm Jenny Rerick. I'm Jay Weedle. And you're listening to the Fit to Speak podcast. A show dedicated to giving coaches and trainers practical tips on how to communicate what they know in a way other people understand. Hey everybody, welcome to episode two in this mini series of effective communication within the one-on-one personal training session. In episode one, we talked about understanding the readiness of the client when they first come into the training session. Episode two, we'll talk about framing. So let's jump straight in. So what is framing? The way I think of it is that framing is the spin that we put on the work that we're about to do with the client. It's based off what we've learned from our initial meet and greet, if we've just started working with the client, or it's based off our previous sessions with the client as well and knowing what they value and, and what they under, what they appreciate and what they're good at. It's also built off the initial readiness questionnaire or questions that I might ask the client at the start of the session. Framing ultimately allows us to better set expectations for the client, which in general allows them to modify where they're going to put their best efforts within the training session so that they can match and maybe exceed those expectations. It's an opportunity for us to explain key areas of focus. So in this training session that's coming up, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. You were really good at X last week. This week, we're going to focus on Y, and then Z will give you the opportunity to do something, something, okay? It allows you to kind of chunk out and maybe explain the script to the client before you get going. So what this allows the client to do is set the pace of their effort for the session. Now, although we don't necessarily want people to be bagging their warm up, what we do want them to understand is where their big efforts are necessary. It's highly likely that not everybody can come in and just go hell for leather for a full hour. They're going to modify where they put their big efforts. Knowing that about clients in general, we want to make sure that we give them a general guideline or a target to hit within the areas that can be the most impactful within their training. The key point as to, I guess, why this is important is that I've mentioned maybe this idea of expectations two or three times now over previous episodes, over the readiness episode, and then today again in framing. And expectations are important because it allows the client to match and then exceed expectations. It also allows us as the coaches to match and exceed their expectations in a way that they value. Now, this is key to building in the infamous quote unquote buy-in. There's three key, or there's many components to buy-in, but the three that I often think about are interest, invest, and influence. Am I interested in the client? If I show the client that I'm interested, that I'm listening, that I'm asking specific questions, that goes a long way to them feeling heard. Am I invested? Do I appreciate what they're saying to me? And then how can I be influential to ramp up the client's effort? The three eyes of being interested, being invested, and being influential within our client efforts. And we'll talk about that a little bit more in a second. From person to person, the program most likely won't change, right? We don't have to change the program all the time based off the, what they tell me in the readiness component, but the way I explain it to individuals is going to be different. And that's about matching their expectations and their values. If we treat everybody the same, we're gonna do a really good job at underserving pretty much everybody. This ultimately comes down to knowing your audience and your audience when you're a personal trainer in a single session, one-on-one, is that one person in front of you. 
So you want to be able to tailor your performance, if that's how we're thinking of this for an audience, you want to be able to tailor your performance to that person in front of you to be the most effective, to keep that client around long-term, to build buy-in. I'll give you two examples in today's episodes. Two examples because you just need something to compare it to, I guess, to best understand framing. So framing with somebody like Executive Joe, who's an archetype that I've worked with, I mainly work with, and I've worked with a long time, and, and I've probably used this example with you before. Executive Joe, is he's a high-stress guy, and he's busy, 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 and he's got loads of obligations. So when when high-stress Joe, when Executive Joe comes into the training session, once I've asked him the readiness questions, I might have got a little bit out of him. And then I might follow it up with, well, I will follow it up with framing that shows that I'm interested, shows that I'm invested and shows that I'm willing to be influential. So I've written it out here. So it might sound something like, great, Joe, you know, it sounds like you've had a really busy day and you need today to, to be a session where you feel like you can blow off some steam and, and you can work really hard. So we'll get through the warm up quickly. We'll, we'll kind of do our, do our thing there, take care of business. And then I'll make sure that I give you some runway and some real intention where you can really push yourself when you get to your squats and your bench press in your A block. Make sense to you? I'm being empathetic. I'm showing that I'm listening to that person. I'm asking further questions, or at least I'm asking questions in the initial component of the training session. And then I'm telling them where we're going to be influential. Just like I mentioned in the and the intro here, that is super useful for me because I get to speak specifically to the thing that that person is bringing in for today. And they, from a client standpoint, get to modify where they're going to put their best effort. They know that the warm up is just going to be take care of business. And then if they're going to go hard in the paint somewhere, they're going to go hard in the paint in the squats and in the bench press in their A block because I've given them that target to hit. On the op flip side of that, or the opposite of that, I maybe I've got someone like Grandma Betty. Now, let's say they've both had stressful days, Grandma Betty and Executive Joe. It's stressful for different reasons, however, most likely. So for Grandma Betty, I, I might say something like, great, Betty. You know, it sounds like you've been really busy the last few days. So we'll be mindful of your energy levels as we go through the warm up. And then we'll do as much as we can when we get to your deadlifts. How does that sound? The same message is, is ultimately being delivered to the two different people there, but obviously they're being delivered in different ways. I just used more leading language with Grandma Betty, said, well, we'll do as much as we can. Whereas with Executive Joe, he told me that he needed that session to be about getting work done and blowing off steam. So I told him exactly where he could do it. Same message delivered differently. In both scenarios, I'm working specifically with an individual. I'm not treating everybody the same. It's important, obviously, for us to remember that as a coach that we are hired to get health and fitness results first. So we still need to get the client to do the right work, but how we frame that work and, and how we get them to focus on it is going to be different. And obviously how we motivate and how almost even how we comfort that client with the, with the empathetic statements, how we comfort that client is going to be different. A skill to practice the next time you're in a training session or something to think of in pre preparation for when you go into the, your next training session is you want to ask each client a specific question about their readiness. So you can go back to episode one to learn a little bit more about how to do that. You want to use mirroring language to show that you heard what they said. So be empathetic. And then you want to tie in what you're about to do. So I mentioned the three eyes in the intro to this episode here, where I said that you want to show that you're interested you want to show that you're invested 
and then you want to show that you can be influential. Framing, in summary here, framing is about knowing our audience and then matching their expectations. It doesn't mean that we have to change the game plan. It doesn't mean that we have to throw a program out of the window. It means that we need to change the way we frame the program that we've built for that person, knowing what we know as the health and fitness professional, as the training professional, the strength coach, so on and so on, and then framing it in a way that our audience cares about. This goes a really long way to building that infamous buy-in. So those three eyes again, and I can't kind of lean on this enough, those three eyes are make sure that you are interested, make sure that you are invested, and show that you can be influential when it comes to your client's efforts. So I hope you found this episode interesting. Coming in the, the following episode, in episode three, we're going to talk a little bit more specifically about building rapport. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. As this is a podcast about communication, we value and welcome your input, any feedback you have, and questions about how we could make the show even better for you. We'd love it if you click the link in the show notes to do so.